0: Topic of Thank you for listening. You for listening. Are you oh, God, Rohan. All-rounder. Study, public speaking, debate, personality, 10 on 10. Rohan, Acha it? What is Genius Kids. Have? Genius Kids. Because we dream the same dream for your children.
1: Offering programs for infants, toddlers, preschool, pre-K, kindergarten and after school. Nominated best preschool in Alameda County by Confor. Visit geniuskidsonline.com or call Over 37 centers in the Bay Area, Tracy and Sacramento and growing.
0: Namaste, kaal. Radio Zindagi 1170 You are listening to one Tuesday, one more episode of Candid Conversations with Renu Dillon. This show Tuesday. that matter. This show is brought to you by Genius Kids. If you are infants, preschool, pre-K, kinder or after-school program, if you are looking for one and the one with strong focus on communication, confidence in public speaking, look no further. GeniusKidsOnline.com is your one stop shop shop and the brain behind that is the CEO and founder of FIT whose Ms. Renu Dilan. This show is child brainchild and we bring them to our studio this show, so that we can talk about things that matter. Welcome and hello. How are you doing? Very well, RJ Swati. You are RJ? Ditch Kardol. Very well, Swati. All right. First of all, congratulations on the successful uh, third annual gala event that you just had. Tell us more about it.
2: It was superb. Um, Of course, we had a couple of hiccups. That's Uh, that's just because I'm a, you know, I love... Perfectionist. I'm a perfectionist, yeah. Hiccups were more on the technical side. My PowerPoint didn't run, and that got me a little upset. Okay. But other than that, it went really well. We were on time. There was no Indian timing. Okay. We were on time, and uh, Shishmita showed up, like I promised, and all the awardees got their awards. We had an amazing
0: fashion show. Okay. So, I can't complain. It went really well. All it right. And there really was well. another model who was uh, uh, walking the ramp after 10 years. Yeah, <laughs> she is a 58-year-old
2: buddi called Raina Dillon <laughs> took the ramp. Yeah. I only walked for a second uh, at the insistence of the designer. But it was nice to go back on the ramp again with all these young ladies. But, you know, the whole fashion show, one of the things about a fashion show is, of course, we had models who experienced. Right. But we did, as I mentioned to the audiences that, uh, in our, especially in the Indian community, we're not size zeroes. I don't believe in a size zero. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever been a size zero. Uh, so what I decided was that we want to be able to showcase clothes for all ages and, and all, all sizes. sizes.
0: Right. Yes. Yeah.
2: And it doesn't shape and sizes, both. <laughs> so it was good to know that he could pull something right off his rack that fitted me, Right. size eight. I'm a size eight versus there was a size zero model um, one of my uh, students who was a size zero and she was in the show too that's so that's nice, a nice thing. yeah yeah,
0: yeah. So Pervention Pervention J, collection. awesome collection of clothes yeah ek or mention now that you yeah, have seen Tariq he's <laughs> really good he's been doing clothes awesome clothes very affordable a must see yeah. alright so coming back to our show jiska naam hai Candid Conversations with Veinu <laughs> Dillon or uh, we talk we generally bring a variety of our guests to so, pehle what is our show all about quickly and then what do we have for our listeners today
2: well keeping on the theme of the uh, Women's Month and focusing on women, I felt that a very important topic to address is the relationship uh, between a father and daughter. I feel, and this could be a personal thought, and I will still be candid to share my personal views, but I feel especially, and I witness this a lot in my preschools, that many times uh, in our Asian Indian community, we, the fathers want to push off the, um, the role of raising a daughter, and critical life discussions over to the mother because they feel that this is not something dads can talk about. Mm-hmm. Whereas I grew up in a family where my father played a very important role in my life and still does. Right. And I think I still call my dad before I even call my mom on anything. So I wanted to bring on an expert who would be able to actually educate the community and all the listeners on the importance of a relationship. Between a father and daughter, and that just because she's a female, she doesn't have to be raised by a female and have the dad focus on the son. Right. In actual fact, fathers play a very critical role in raising um, their children, especially daughters.
0: All right. So who do we have today as our guest?
2: Well, we have a young lady, Simi Markar, MFT. She's a local licensed marriage and family therapist. And I was just telling her in the lobby, where were you when I was going through my divorce? I needed <laughs> an Indian counselor. Uh, she's the founder and director of Mindset Counseling Group. I love the name because today we're going to change your mindset, all the listeners there. Um, and she has locations in Fremont and San Jose. Simi and her staff specialize in providing counseling for families and couples. They focus on strengthening relationships, reducing symptoms related to stress, anxiety, and depression. And especially during summer when all those mother-in-laws are coming to visit. I'm only kidding. <laughs> well I needed a therapist during the time my mother-in-laws were visiting. I had two at the same time. Simi is passionate about her work, enjoys helping clients, and she's available seven days a week. So I'll share her number and her email at the end of the show. But Simi, welcome to our show.
1: Thanks for having me, guys.
2: So as I mentioned, where were you when I needed you? I really needed someone like you.
1: Well, we've been in Fremont for the last 10 years, so now we're able to help families and teenagers that need support. Before we get into some
0: heavier questions, Mindset Counseling Group. That name itself is so interesting. Tell us a little more about it.
1: Well, I wanted to have something that um, appeals to everyone. And also, I think sometimes um, our community still gets a little bit confused between all the terminology, therapy, counseling, psychiatry, psychology. So I really wanted to make it as accessible as possible. So I'm trying to make a name that's really easily understood and that also that people can find us easily in the community and also we're really working on your mindset like you know some people come in with a lot of stress or have a negative mindset and we use counseling as a way to um, provide support right and guidance yeah
2: so you mm. know I know one of the things especially again uh, considering most of our listeners are Indian sure. people have this uh, phobia that oh if you're going to a it means there's something wrong with you mentally um, I personally during my divorce I went counseling, and I took my children, because I feel even as a parent, there's certain things it's hard to address with your kids, and it's better to have a neutral or a third party do this. So my question to you is, do you run into that? Do you find that a lot of people say, well, why do I need counseling? I can work, work this out myself.
1: Um, all the time, I think people have the misconception that you can only go to counseling or seek out a therapist if you have a serious mental illness or a serious diagnosis, where actually that's not the case. I think um, finding a counselor that can be able to help with just everyday stressors. Like sometimes we have a lot of um, parents and teenagers who are trying to navigate those teenage high school years. And no one has a diagnosis. We're just working on some relationship communication issues. Um, So no one has a real diagnosis. Like no one has like a mental illness per se. So people can still come in and get support. You don't have to have um, a medical condition. Um, and I think a lot of the community also gets concerned about confidentiality. They think that because if they see an Indian therapist or a therapist at all, that whatever is said in the room doesn't necessarily stay private. And so that's actually a really important part of our practice where it's part of our, as our field is that we do not break confidentiality. Anything that is said in the room stays in the room unless there's concerns about um, harm to yourself or harm to someone else. Otherwise, everything stays private. So that's another mission, right?
0: Question. So, as an extension to that, right? Yes. Is it? I think it would be better for someone to see someone who is Indian, who yeah. you know gets the full uh, uh, the background of it. Because right. I myself have gone, have gone to you know non-Indian people, but then they don't like, they, they don't, don't understand. They the don't the understand. Culture yeah. So it's counterintuitive. But I would think that. Well, I would go to someone who understands my background. I mean, what are your thoughts, Rachel? No, absolutely. And that's why I mentioned to Simi that when I was going through my divorce
2: and I wanted, you know, to explain to young kids, you know, a three-year-old and a one-year-old, where is your dad? Why aren't you not together? And simple little things like that. It didn't really help going to a non-Indian because there's certain things about our culture that, you know, I wanted to have... I wanted to continue raising my children right with, within the Indian culture, and he could never understand. And, and the counselor would keep telling me, oh, but they're in America. And I said, well, you don't understand. I'm <laughs> I not still have the baggage yeah, of yeah. the
0: Indian society that right. they have to bear along with me. So, hello, help me here. Yeah. <laughs> so
2: that didn't really help. And I noticed that many times in his decisions, he could never relate to me. He related to my ex-husband, who was American-born, but not me. Yeah. And I feel that if I'd if had an Indian counselor, they would have been able to relate a lot of things. To to maybe even the judge sometimes in explaining even how children feel, you know, and I don't think sometimes the relationships of the nani and nana and how close they are with kids and visiting, like even to get visitation to go to another country was a big deal. They couldn't understand why, why can't your kids go without visiting grandparents? Yeah. yeah.
1: So we actually are having a lot more of the Indian community reach out to us because they want someone who can relate to the culture. So there's certain things such as like arranged marriage, um, the in-law dynamic, raising children, um, first generation parents raising children in this country. There's some generational things that are different um, at the high schools here. And so I feel like that's where our practice really gets it. And so people come in and they feel an automatic connection because of the cultural piece. So we right. know. We understand the dynamics of a of a arranged marriage, and that's not a foreign or odd thing. Or why did you do that? And you know, like how does it
0: even happen?
2: <laughs> how does it even work? Yeah, I mean, I I <laughs> All right. No, okay. going going to our topic today,
1: uh, yes. fathers raising daughters. Yes. How important is that relationship? It's pretty important. So, uh, you know, when we see families in therapy, I really um, I want to hear from both parents. I don't really want just the mom to bring in the child. Usually I want to hear from the father too. Um, sometimes we'll have sessions with everybody in the family because I really want to see the dynamics of um, the relationships. And I talk to my families a lot these days about the importance of um, coming together for family dinners. I feel like some of that is getting lost a little bit in our busy schedules. Um, some of my families, I'll ask them, you know, when do we come together in the day? And they just kind of look at me like um, uh, everyone's <laughs> busy and, yes. you know, dad gets home at 8 and mom's already eating dinner and the kids are eating another time. and so. So I'm really trying to get everyone basically to the table and say, hey, we need to have dads there, moms there, the kids there. And I really talk to the parents, too, about how they're modeling a healthy relationship for the children. So I'm like, it's really important that the children see mom and dad talking, sharing their day, and having an open dialogue so that like the kids can feel like they can also share openly with the parents. So we really need to create that at home.
2: Do you notice there's a pattern possibly, I'm not sure if you can, I don't have statistics on this, but women who are going through abusive relationships sure. that allow the abuse to continue. Uh, do you? Is there any pattern between those women and how they've been raised with or without a dad and the fact that they allow it to happen?
1: So sometimes if um, a woman has been raised without a dad, there is such a need to be to feel that sense of belonging with a man. So sometimes they might tolerate more things than they should, maybe, when it's safety-wise. I think domestic violence is still a big issue in our culture. We Mm -hmm. still need to do a lot of work in this area. Um, Sometimes it's still not as openly discussed. Um, And women are staying because of fear of the stigma still in our community of um, divorce. Um, But I am seeing a little bit of a shift, especially with women who are becoming more financially independent. And so they are making um, different choices as far as um, not tolerating as much abuse in the home when they're more financially stable because then they can be more independent outside the marriage.
0: Yeah. So, going back to our, you know, fathers being close to daughters, right? Sure. I mean, just being a um, devil's advocate yeah. here, the teenagers, you know, yeah. when the, the girl is going through puberty, yeah. and the common argument is that you know it's easier to talk to mom. Why don't Why doesn't mom deal with it? Or um, but love, you know, isn't that it's it just, that's the excuse that's
1: given that this is closer to a woman and a woman will be able to explain you better. Um, I understand all that and some of that is true like mom is gonna understand certain things about development and maturity for a daughter but that doesn't mean that dad doesn't play a role right and like mm-hmm. if the child's interested and in, is in participating in sports dad can be at sporting events and cheering the child on and supporting her in that way dad can again be home at dinner time to provide that family atmosphere Um what else? It's just, like, we can go to the movies, like we can have, you know, family outings together, extended family. Like there's so many places where dad is still important. To, so don't disappear and just, you know, have mom. And just leave the world for mom yeah, too. Yeah, you know, yeah. I think it's important. And I think it's important for a developing daughter to see a healthy male role model. Right? Of like, this is what a husband does. This is what a father does. And it's not just to, as the provider in the family. Right. right. You are emotionally important in the relationship.
0: And and as part of that, right, I mean, you cannot seclude yourself. You know, oh, I just talked about this topic with mom only. But if your father is just around us, you know, you don't have to talk about it because it's more comfortable for you to talk with your mother. But at the same time, the emotional support, just being there, you know,
1: emotional support. And some things might be sensitive to talk to dad about. But we can talk about like our friends and grades and how classes are going, our planning for future. It's like I want dads to be involved in that. Is the child going to college? Are they going to have different? plans after high school, all of that is important for dad to be involved.
2: Right. Mm-hmm. What is one of the most common issues you're dealing with in the Asian community now that you're seeing the Indian clients? Is it the teenage parent issue? Is yes. it the
1: divorce? It's, the, it's kind of both of those. So it's the teenage parent issue where a lot of my teens mm-hmm. are actually asking parents, hey, can I see a counselor? and the parents are a little bit hesitant (laughs) because they still think, okay, within the family, let's try to manage Mm -hmm. whatever's going on. And so that ends up happening, but the child, sometimes whatever's going on is persisting. Like it could be depression, it could be anxiety, it could be self-esteem, something going on in their social group. And so they're maybe not sharing all those things with parents as openly, and so then they keep asking parents and so, so I do have a lot of kids self-advocating for themselves. So I'm really um, pleased to see that. the like kids are like more savvy now and they're like, mom, I really need to see a therapist. And, and so I'll, by the time they come to my office, the mom will be like, oh, he's been asking for two months. And I'm like, oh, well, I'm glad you're here. You know, I'm glad you found us and I'm glad you're coming in. And, you know, sometimes the parents are a little skeptical. They're like, I don't know if he's going to open up to you, if it's a male, ther- um, male client. And I'm like, let's just try. And so I think sometimes the... Children are, the teenagers are opening up to me because I'm not the parent and Mm -hmm. I'm not, I'm not going to discipline them. I'm not going to get them in trouble. Um, And also I was born and raised here. So maybe that perspective too helps a little bit, Mm -hmm. like kind of bridging the generational gap a little bit.
0: So for the parents out there who are listening to us right now, what are the signs and what should you look out for, for especially teenage kids? What are the things that...
1: Really want to look out for kids that are isolating themselves. Mm -hmm. I mean, kids are doing that a lot these days anyway. They're on their devices a lot. They're on their phones a lot. But um, if they're just not talking, we start to see um, effects of their functioning, like they're not going to school. They're having more sick days, quote unquote sick days. Right. Um, They're not really engaging with their friends the way they used to. They're getting super anxious about grades or performance on tests. All these are kind of signs to say, hey, maybe they could use some support or just go and talk to someone, try it, and see if it might be a a good idea. People tend to
2: brush that off as teenage behavior. Oh, he's just going through or she's going through teen years, and they'll outgrow it. And I don't think you can outgrow depression. I think my big things that depression, you can't ask for. It's neurological. It needs therapy. It needs treatment. It needs to be addressed.
1: Yeah. Be the other thing that's happening with some of my teenagers is that they want to start dating, hmm. and my parents are not ready for that. Yeah. <laughs> because you date
0: and get married in Indian, huh, Indian parents, you
1: yeah.
0: don't
1: even date, y'all. Like, yeah. you just go and get married. Yeah. Like, you meet a couple times, and Here we go. Well, no, they have now this uh, app.
2: I won't take the name of it, but I think if you like the person, you swipe left. If you don't like it, you swipe right. There's something ridiculous. Yeah,
1: no, there's all kinds of apps. Yeah, Yeah. all (laughs) kinds of apps. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. I know. But (laughs) but kids are starting to have those feelings, right, in high school. And I think my parents that have actually, that were born or raised in India, this part of their childhood this wasn't something that wasn't of course allowed. they had feelings but yeah. they weren't allowed to yeah. date or go to prom Well they did it secretly chodhi chodhi. Huh, they did it but it, now kids want to do it openly and yeah. the parents are like I don't know how to navigate this like yeah. they just say no and then the kids are doing it kind of maybe in their own way so, <laughs> so you know similar on that fathers yeah.
2: and daughters right yeah. if uh, the other thing that's big in the Indian community is they left the son date yeah. they won't let the daughter date Yeah. So what's your advice when, you know, the daughters, when they want to come and share something like that, Mums freak out when they hear about it. Yeah. You, What's your advice to all the kid listeners out there in terms of sharing how they feel?
1: I think it's important to... to be talking to your parents about what's going on because I think sometimes we're, kids are not being completely honest because they know parents are going to have, like, React. strong feelings Bollywood style <laughs> yeah and so I just, yeah, I just want to <laughs> reduce the drama like why yeah. is there so much yeah. drama you know and I think I'm the parents the parents are <laughs> contributing to it Reina yeah. Your yeah. Daughters <laughs> The daughters are listening are contributing Reina. to the drama and I'm like yeah. guys if you guys don't allow the communication the kids mm-hmm. are going to go do things yeah. without your awareness without your right. permission and that is Risky. Like, why are we doing that? Like, why can't we have some? Because the fear is, I'll tell you
2: from my own personal experience. And the strange thing is, you know, in my experience, my kid, my daughters never came to me. They used to go to dad. He would then build the story and then come to me and. (laughs) tell me that this is who it is but my always my big fear is they're going to come back instead of with a Hrithik Roshan they're going to bring a prawn version home or one of or well, <laughs> yeah. villains home you know <laughs> so but um in closing uh, Simi yeah uh, it's a short show in closing what's your message out to all our listeners today about coming to a therapist uh, f- whether it's for the couples whether it's for a single person or children what's your message out there
1: My message is pay attention to your own mental health, pay attention to your signals of um, how are you functioning, how are you doing at work, how are you managing stress, and also pay attention to how your children are doing because sometimes they're not telling us the whole story and there's areas where they do need support and don't be shy about finding a therapist. There's many great therapists in Fremont that are here to help. All and do right. you take all insurances in your practice? So we How take some insurances, and then we're um, out of network for a lot of insurances. Mm-hmm. We actually have some good contracts right now with um, Facebook and Tesla. Okay. And so like some oh, of great. those companies are actually enough. sponsoring therapy for families. So That's, that's wonderful. Yeah.
2: Well, for all those who would like to reach me, appointments are available seven days a week. You can reach her at 510-273-9126. Or you can email Simi Markar, that's S-I-M-I-M-A-R-K-A-R,
0: at gmail.com. Absolutely. So thank you, Simi, for being here. And that yeah. was a very candid and very uh, um, enlightening conversation for me.
1: So before I wrap up, you have two boys, right? I do. you don't to allow them to date? Well, they're 8 and 10, so we're not there yet. <laughs> <laughs> give it a year, two. And we'll boys see, we'll see how see. middle school goes. Okay, yeah. when you're
2: listening to this, it'll be on a podcast. You can just <laughs> save that podcast and play it back to mom when you're... So simple. We start dating When at we're 14, ready. 15 days. Yeah. Yeah. When they're waiting. Mom will, uh, mom will give you her answer at that time.
0: Yeah. yeah. Reina, but you have two daughters, I mean, and you have so many kids. So many, so many kids. So many kids. So how do you deal with that?
2: You know, I have to say, I also, I played the typical Indian mom. I was, yeah. Because if I, if I don't tell the truth here, as soon as I get off the show, I'm going to get a call from my daughters about mom. radio yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. So <laughs> I, I,
2: you know, and only the reason for that. So I was definitely not for this whole arranged system. Okay. Um, because it didn't work out for me. I definitely believe that you should allow your kids to date. I think dating is good as long as within limits and you have to look at the ages. Mm-hmm. So dating mean, you know, it, I used to ask them, what's your definition of dating? You know, what is this? I'm talking. Right now, I'm only talking to him. Right it's now, so it's so
0: difficult to have that
2: conversation I with your know. parent. What is your definition? Yes. What is the boundary? can yeah. but I had one rule in the house. Um, I must know who you're talking to or who you're going with, simply out of safety. Absolutely, Absolutely. my yeah. whole thing was yeah. safety. Mm-hmm. And you know, I think it's important. Let them pick their. Let them. I always say, let them pick their own partners. Let them make their own mistakes. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> you know, yeah. Whatever it is, it's their own choice. At the end of the day, they have to live with that person for the rest of their life, not us. And I think that's where, you know, this whole thing about two families come together. Yes, yes, two families come together, whatever. But to be honest with you, at the end of the day, if the two people are not getting along, it doesn't matter how good the families get along. Yeah. So that is so important. So I think dating's good. Okay. Although, until you live with them, you really don't find out about their habits. Yeah, but that's part of the process anyway. Right? The toothpaste on the
0: counter, the shoes out, those <laughs> are things that irritate the hell out of me. <laughs> yeah. But to, for your, uh, my question was more for your other kids, right? There's so many kids. I mean, why is it, how do you talk to your parents and why is it important to be By open with them? Stress communication. That's why we stress the genius kids.
2: If you teach your children to be confident and have no fear, they should be able to come to your, the parent and talk to you about anything. And it's so important, as Simmi mentioned, see those signs. You have a child that's always talked, to and suddenly they've gone into a quiet zone. It doesn't mean it's hormonal or it's teenager years. There's something going on. As a parent, it's your job to probe. I do it. One of my students, if I see different behaviour from the norm, I ask them what's going on. And generally speaking, nine out of ten times something has happened somewhere
0: in their right. life. Right. And and what's your message for kids? Like you know, you're getting bullied in school, or you know, you're going through something.
2: Don't fear, Mum. thapper. Just tell her the way it is just come out with it <laughs> Get and just tell her yeah, yeah yeah just
0: tell her how it is you know and just you know
2: be ready to you know face the consequences but your parents would actually end up being your best friends they're the ones that are actually going to help you through any problems not your friends out there not your best buddy not your facebook buddy your mom and dad they will actually they probably scream at you yell at you but at the end of the day they will make you through help you through that issue and uh, best advice is parents at the end of the day you may not agree but Parents have nothing but the best interests.
0: Absolutely. So that was a great, great advice for parents and for kids alike. So uh, we almost wrapped up for today's session. But what do we have for the next one?
2: I just blanked out. What are (laughs) for the next one? I literally just blanked out. What I have for the next? You
0: close so quickly. I thought you wanted to talk about the next um, one. We have the breast cancer awareness. Yes, very good girl, smart girl, Swati. We
2: have the breast cancer survivor. She's actually one of my award winners on Saturday. She's so talented, and at a very young age, she has experienced breast cancer. She's going to talk about how she has managed to remain so positive, and also give advice to women about how to not wait till it's too late to find out you have this condition. To, right, you know, and take all the signs right from. Bryce, I think you should start getting your sub check from twenty one yeah know, nowadays you just don 't know, so she 's going to be coming on next week okay and she won an award at she won show. an award yes yes yeah inspirational award, very inspiring she 's taken the whole. Whatever happened in her life and turned it into a positive situation for herself.
0: Yeah, that will be a good show to look out for because yeah. in our community we just think hota nahi hai, nahi wala, or you know, let's just for, denial, all, yeah. denial, yeah. yeah. We
2: all say it's not going to happen to us. Even what happens with children, we always say it's not going to happen to us and then you wake up one day and it has happened
0: to you. All so, right, so that was very well done. If your are young, or infants, whatever is your child care need, genius kids Online. अभी अभी thank you, uh, Sini. Thank you, thank you, Renu, for being here. This was Candid Conversations with Renu. Dylan, we will see you Same time, same show, only on Radio Zindagi. GHA